Trigger warning, the Resilience Project provides an open space for people to share their personal experiences. Some content in this podcast may include topics that you may find difficult. The listener's discretion is advised. Hello, friends. Welcome to Radical Resilience, a weekly show where I, Blair Kaplan Venables, have inspirational conversations with people who have survived life's most challenging times. We all have the ability to be resilient and bounce forward from a difficult experience. And these conversations prove just that. Get ready to dive into these life-changing moments while strengthening your resilience muscle and getting raw and real. Well, hi there. It's Blair Kaplan Venables, and you're listening to an episode of Radical Resilience. This is episode two, and since you've made it past the intro, it means you're interested in hearing these stories. Well, my first interview in 2020 was with my sister, Alana Kaplan. It was right at the beginning of the pandemic. She was living in Toronto. I was living in Pemberton, and the world shut down. So she's a social worker. So I thought, you know, she would be perfect for this because she's our project manager and she has a whole different perspective on everything. So we sat down and we did a check-in. We talked about how to be resilient in the pandemic, working from home. So when you're listening to this interview, I want you to keep in mind, this is right at the beginning of the global pandemic, almost two years ago. And what I think is really beautiful about this conversation is a lot of the lessons that she talks about still rings true. So who the heck is Alana? Well, Alana Kaplan is a compassionate mental health professional based in Winnipeg, Manitoba. She's a child and family therapist at a Winnipeg-based community agency and a yoga teacher. Fueled by advocacy, Alana is known for standing up and speaking out for others. Heck yes, she is. Passionate about destigmatizing and normalizing mental health, Alana brings her experience to the I Am Resilient team, navigating the roles of one's mental health plays in telling their story. Engaging in self-care and growth is what keeps her going, and her love for reading, travel, and personal relationships helps foster that. When she's not working, you can definitely find her on walks, at the yoga studio, and playing with animals she comes across, including her her cat, Molly, my fur niece, Molly the Moo. Now, our life was a lot simpler back then in April 2020, but since recording this episode, we've lost our mother. We lost her February 23rd, 2021. I moved to Kamloops, British Columbia. Alana moved back to Winnipeg, where home is, and we're on this new journey. So buckle up and dive in to this episode of Radical Resilience. Hi there, it's Blair Kaplan Venables here. I'm the founder of the I Am Resilient Project, and we're doing something new. We're really embracing this physical distancing and isolation to bring you a new series called Radical Resilience. And what we're doing is we're gonna be interviewing different um, experts and humans talking about resilience and how they're navigating this uncertain time. So we got Alana here. Um, Alana Kaplan, I'm just going to switch to gallery view so you can see both of us at the same time. Alana Kaplan is not only the project manager for the I'm Resilient Project, not only is she a therapist and a social worker, but she's my younger sister. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hi, Alana. So I thought she would be a really great person for our first interview. Um, I've been doing a couple interviews here and there, but we've officially, you know, come up with this series and we have some really exciting speakers um, lined up. But Alana, I thought would be the most perfect first speaker because she has a wealth of knowledge. She is the woman behind the words. She writes a lot of blog posts and she helps me navigate certain challenges because, well, she's a therapist. <laughs> and so I thought we would just have a little bit of a chat. Alana, do you want to introduce yourself? Say a little hi, hello. Yeah, hello community. How's everyone doing? Um, I guess answer that to yourselves because I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to like let everyone know I am a social worker and a therapist as my full-time job. And then I am also the project manager for the I Am Resilient Project, and it is a huge passion of mine, as well as Blair's, to share um, stories of resilience, curate stories of resilience, especially in a time like this when we're just so bogged down with all of this news going on and all these hard stories. Even now more than ever, I'm drawn more to these stories of resilience, so I'm very happy to be here today to participate in this. So how have you been feeling lately? I know like you luckily like you're still working and that you've shifted from being, you know, being the way you used to operate to more of a digital, you know, Zoom or however you whatever technology you use. Like how have you been feeling lately? Mm hmm. Good question. Um, and I say that's a good question because it changes day by day. Sometimes it even changes multiple times in a day. And I think that's completely normal. I mean, we're all in this new time together and navigating shifts in our lives and so for me um lately a lot of it has been exhaustion um so adjusting to having a work from home space where um i am holding space for others within my own place has been an adjustment and um navigating the amount of screen time um which i know Blair is often familiar with, with lots of screen time. A lot of her work is online, um, but my work is typically face-to-face, human-to-human interaction. Um, so a lot of it's been adjusting to face-to-face -face over the screen, which is, as a therapist, there's some complications with that. I mean, um, you, when you're in a room, you can feel the energy and you can feel what's going on and, and take in the nonverbal experience where as over video, it's a lot of guessing and a lot of paying more attention to what you can see and you only see what you see. So um, yeah, I think exhaustion is a fair feeling for how I've been feeling lately. And thank you so much for sharing. I know it's hard to like be honest when you're supposed to be that person who's there to support mm -hmm. other people, um, you know, and you have to put everyone else before yourself, but you have to take care of yourself because how can you do your job? You know, you can't, you can't do your job if you're not okay. And I know that, you know, navigating this new, like for going from in-person sessions to screen time is very challenging. So what tips and tools do you have for other people who are maybe switching the way they do business to being in a place of, of service via the screen? Like what are some tools that have worked for you or some tips for other people who maybe other therapists who are in the same boat as you? Yeah. Um, so I'm learning new tips and tools every day, and a lot of it is trial and error, depending on, um, some of it's depending on mood, some of it's depending on weather. So one of my biggest tips, and I heard about it from another therapist friend, is um, every 20 minutes you're on video, um, if you could look 20 
feet away for 20 seconds. I'm not sure if there's science behind that, um, but typically now what I've been doing in sessions with the, the clients and the people I serve is letting them know ahead of time um, that they might see me looking away and that's just a way to protect my eyes. So within the, the, the client experience, that's one way I've been trying to adjust to this new um, work experience. Another thing is, is trying to space out your day as much as you're allowed to do within the constraints of who you work for. So if you work for yourself, you may have more flexibility. If you're working for an agency, you might have other limitations. So just navigating what you can do for yourself. So trying not to book too many back-to-back -to -back appointments so you could take a break clear the energy in the room. Um, I, at the end, I like to keep my window open. However, sometimes it gets loud and I can't really hear what's going on in my session. So I make sure at the end of the day to open up all the windows in my apartment, kind of release the energy from the day. And um, if I'm not going outside on a walk, just trying to get some movement inside, whether that's through yoga, whether that's through talking on the phone with a dear one, pacing back and forth in my apartment, just doing something to move my body because another, another thing that's difficult with um, online therapy and online meetings, regardless if it's a therapy experience or something else, is you're spending a lot of time like still. Um, and when you're in the face-to-face -face experience, you could use your body more, but you have to be more mindful now of what it looks like on the screen because you're not going to be like doing things like that, going, jumping into the screen. So um, just finding ways to move my body um, has been important. And then also just checking in with um, loved ones in your life, whether it's colleagues, whether it's friends, whether it's family, whether it's an animal, just making sure to really, um, yeah, really check in. And then the final tip and tool um, that is hard to navigate sometimes is boundaries. I think boundaries are very important and they're harder to navigate right now, especially if you're living like me in like a smaller space where you don't have the uh, luxury of having a separate space for an office. So something I've been doing at the end of every week is, so I'm using my kitchen table as my office. So at the end of the week, I shut my computer, I take my keyboard, my mouse, my charger, and I put it in the closet. Um, <laughs> like I, I just get rid of it, just clear yeah. it, clear my notebooks, everything, um, just because I really need to- Stage the place. <laughs> yeah, I have some, some leftover Palo Santo that I was gifted once, so I've been using that at the end of the weeks too, to just really take ownership of my home as my home. I love that. And I actually like what you first said about like for every 20 minutes of screen time looking away for 20 seconds, it's like I should almost set a timer and do that. Yeah. I'm excited to try that. I think that's a really cool tip. And I mean, I love the idea of like the transitioning your home space to an office back to home and, you know, signifying that. And it helps for probably with your brain and your mental health to know that like my home is now my home again and you can enjoy your weekend or your evenings. Um, so, you know, our whole community is about resilience. Mm -hmm. What does being resilient mean to you? Yeah, it's a good question. I think resilience for me is being able to take difficult moments or experiences in your life and, um, choosing what you can do with that. Um, so sometimes like for me, resilient is like just owning it, like owning, like, yeah, this is hard. Um, 
yeah, like I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling worn out or tired. What am I going to do with that resilience? Am I going to use it to advocate? Am I going to use it to take care of myself? Um, so resilience, I think some people think of it as this really big word and big thing. And um, for me, resilience is a moment by moment practice um, and acknowledging how I'm feeling and um, acknowledging what I can do to overcome the hardships in the moment. So there's many moments of resilience I have throughout the day and it's important for me to acknowledge that sometimes getting out of bed can be hard for people, right? Like mm -hmm. right now when the days are like Groundhog Day and every day seems the same, people are, some people are like, why do I even get out of bed? And that can be hard. And so resilience can even look like just getting out of bed in the morning or sitting up in bed. Um, putting on contacts if you wear glasses, like just taking the difficult moments and the things that are hard for you and breaking it down. Right. Like there's no right or wrong way to be resilient and it looks different for everyone. And I think that's really great. So to wrap things up, what is one final piece of advice that you have for the I Am Resilient community? Yeah. Um, one piece of advice I would say is just take things moment by moment. Um, and I know right now we're doing this in the time of COVID-19. However, um, this, is a, this is something that you can do regardless of what's going on. It's just taking things moment by moment, breaking it down. Um, big picture is important and it can be really overwhelming. So just thinking of in the moment what you can do to serve yourself, to feel a little bit better, to feel... Um, a little bit calmer, whatever it is that you need to feel, taking it moment by moment and acknowledging that um, feelings will pass. And I think that's beautiful, moment by moment. That's the way I've been living for, well, since October, since Shane had his heart attack. I've just, yeah. just really have a different outlook on life. And really all you can do is live moment by moment. And I think it works really well when things are going good and when you're trying to navigate challenges. And it's something that I've been trying to practice. And I challenge you, you guys out there watching at this, like try living moment by moment. Maybe drop in the comments below what's really been helping you or you know, maybe a shift yeah. that you've made in your life. You know, Lana and I would love to see what you've been doing to navigate even the current COVID situation. So I just want to thank you so much for being my first guest on our Radical Resilience interview series, Alana. Um, if you tuned in, thank you so much. Um, if you have a specific topic you want us to touch on, or if you are a professional who want to share, you want to share your wisdom, your knowledge, some advice with their community, maybe just drop a comment below. Like, we created the I Am Resilient community for you. It's a place to tell your story, to read other people's stories, to heal, to grow, to move through your challenges. This community exists for you, the humans of this earth. So with that, you can submit your story at IamResilient.info. Um, and until next time, thank you so much, Alana. Thank you for having me. This conversation with Alana is quite timeless. The tips she shares are still relevant. Check in with the people around you. Check in with your friends and your family. Check in with yourself. And also, what are you doing for self-care? Do you have space in your day? What are you doing to make sure that you are okay? And remember, it is okay to not be okay. There are resources out there to help you. And what you're feeling is valid. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Radical Resilience. I'm Blair Kaplan Venables. Talk to you next time. 
That's a wrap for another episode of Radical Resilience. Do you feel inspired by this episode? You can subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player and connect with us to join the conversation at IamResilient.info. Remember, it's okay to not be okay. And you, my friend, are resilient. Radical Resilience is a podcast created by The Resilience Project.